Hi guys, welcome to another episode. I have a fan on because I don't feel like getting up. <laughs> so if that bothers you, I apologize. Um, but yeah, so I wanted to talk about how easy people on social media can be manipulated by people just exploiting your emotions by discussing an account called court sanctioned child abuse that happened on tiktok and how outrageously frustrating it is to have watched that whole situation transpire um so i feel like a lot of if you're on that app you would have probably seen um the first video that they posted that got people's attention because it was very viral it got like millions and millions of um views and this is kind of a whole ass story like it's gonna take some time just to explain everything that people have figured out so um I guess buckle in (laughs) but so the the video that originally they posted that got everyone's attention was a custody exchange where the there's a little girl who was probably like I don't know I don't know what kids ages like what they look like um she looked like she was like five or six or something and she was in like a van or something and somebody was recording her like seemingly the mom the whole time when she was just screaming about like legitimately screaming and kicking and all this stuff about how she didn't want to go with her dad and her grandmother and the grandmother was talking in the clip and like trying to be like yeah but you like you do you want to see us or who or like don't you want to go with your dad and um there's some like little interesting things in it like she said like that's not my dad and then when they asked her like and then when she asked her like who like where did you hear that and she said nowhere but like you know um there's not too hard to figure out where a child would have heard something like that from uh the other parent (laughs) but anyway um but it was something very like emotional and very panic inducing like when people watched that video they had a very emotional reaction which is the entire point of why that video of course was posted like nobody is going to start an account um this is the thing that like drives me up the fucking wall is because there's so many people there's so many people so many that are using tiktok and social media in order to try to actually get help for people that are in like seriously dire situations like i see videos like that all the time because of fact that I talk about trauma related things like that on my account which means I see that stuff and just like in the last couple months I've seen at least two that I can think of that I know have active GoFundMes that only made a couple hundred dollars and both of them one of them was a mom who was um who's autistic and whose ex was abusive and was threatening to use her disability to take custody of her kid away where she would have to fight to try to even see her child at all. Um, and she didn't have, like, you know, she was asking for money to help, like, pay for an attorney and to find a place to live and, um, and just have, like, a more stable income so that when all when all of the legal stuff started happening um that she could pay to you know have everything get figured out so they could use experts to prove that just because you're autistic doesn't mean you can't parent your child um and there's another person that was living in a very abusive environment his roommate would come into their apartment and random times and bring people over and would just like steal his stuff eat all of his food beat him up um destroy things in the apartment like fuck up the walls or break like their appliances it was a, a very like chaotic environment to be in to 
to never know when your roommate's going to show up and just start, like, beating you up and, like, take all of your food and possessions and destroy the other possessions you have. And, um, both of them only got, like, probably, like, $500, $600, which they were both happy with, but still, like, they were asking for maybe, like, $3,000. And the point of this whole thing is that both of those people, you could tell that they were being authentic because they weren't coming from an emotionally charged place. Like, both of them made videos just, like, explaining what was going on, talking about what was happening. They didn't, like, exploit anything. They didn't, like, try to, like, make you upset. Like, you know, um, they didn't sadfish or anything like that. They just said what happened and that's it. And, like, that's the way that you know that people are being authentic and legitimate when they are saying, like, I just need some help getting on my feet and then you know, I can figure shit out from there. Basically kind of mutual aid requests. Because the thing the thing that like people never seem to understand on social media that drives me insane when it comes to like this whole story is that they don't realize when they're being manipulated, like so very clearly and obviously. Because like I said with the court sanction video, when people watch that video, you left that in a fucking panic like people were panicking because you watch a video of a child seemingly being abused in the middle of an abusive situation obviously people are going to have a visceral reaction to that and they're going to want to do something anything right now to fix it the only reason that somebody would post a video like that that is purely meant to put people into a panic that like if other people who have been through similar things would see would definitely trigger them and re-traumatize them somewhat which is like something that people usually don't want to happen when they're not trying to exploit you um because they care (laughs) they know how horrible it is to feel like that so they don't want to do that to anybody the only reason to do something like that is so that you put you put your audience in an emotional state so they aren't thinking as clearly as they usually are and so you get what you want before they notice or have time to like really think about what the fuck they're doing and so this mom posted this video and she has a gofundme um and the gofundme makes seventeen thousand dollars in two days $17,000 in two days. People, and then people also, and also, because of how TikTok works, um, one of the features you can have on your account is that if you get over a certain amount of followers, I think it's um, over 100,000 followers, you get this option on your account where you can turn on like a tips feature where any where basically anyone who goes to your account can click on it and just tip you like a night a way for people to tip you money and so she also had probably a couple hundred to maybe like a thousand or so dollars of people tipping her on that feature as well because she got like 450,000 followers within like a day or so of that video being posted and um let me tell you as someone who saw that video and didn't even watch the entire thing because of how triggering something like that is for me and also because I could clearly see that the mom was manipulating them like there's no other reason why somebody would post something like that um other than that it was really hard it's really hard in situations like that when when you want so much for people to listen to you, but people are so, like, emotionally just manipulated, honestly, that they don't allow, they don't, they don't think. Like, that's the only thing I can think of. Like, um, like, I'm, but I mean by, like, when you point out how this person is manipulating you, they don't listen to you. And they tend to, like, get mad at you and say, like, why aren't you believing this person? You should believe victims, blah, blah, blah. Which, like, yes, you should believe victims. But this is a scenario where you should maybe tread a little bit slower, where you 
shouldn't just open up your wallet and just unilaterally give this woman a bunch of money without thinking about it like literally every other victim on planet earth um people question all the time and so it's like this but like when it's a super viral like emotional video that like overrides every rational thought in your brain all of that just goes flying out the window and I'm not going to lie, the fact that this woman is a white woman with blonde hair definitely helped because that's the most, like, person that usually will be accepted if they come forward with a story like this that won't make people stop and wonder, like, are they manipulating me? Because people are fucking stupid. Okay, you're stupid. I'm sorry. I get, like, very upset about this because uh, there's just so many times that like, I needed help growing up, and nobody ever noticed. And there's a lot of reasons of involved with why people didn't notice. But a general, like, thing that I can say about why, or part of why, is that my mom was that, like, normal, you know, nice-seeming white lady that people would never have thought was like this. And so it's really frustrating to see, like, 20-some years later, a very similar situation happened. So essentially what happened is an account that is known for advocating for people to get resources when they have been abused um, helped this mom, which I'm honestly, I was disappointing because of just how obvious it was that that mom was trying to manipulate people. Like, it may not have been, It's one of those things of, I don't know if this is... I believe that it's honestly autism and the, all of my history of abuse and stuff and all of the ways that my parents manipulated me and all that coming together. But it's just... When somebody makes a video like that, they're obviously trying to get a reaction out of you. And even if it's one of those things that even if I don't know what exactly the story is here, like I don't know this woman and I don't really want to know. Um, but like I know that something isn't right and I'm just going to sit here and wait for it to happen, which is how that worked. And it happened a lot faster than I thought it would, which was nice. <laughs> that people figured it out much quicker than they usually do in situations like this. Um, and like, I guess another thing that I wanted to say about this situation too, that maybe it will help people realize when someone is manipulating, like their just desire to help kids and help people in bad situations is that like, when you see accounts like this, I want you to stop and like think like, how is this video going to help them? Because I see accounts like this a lot. Like, not... I guess I'll say a lot. If, on a pretty regular basis. Where it's, like, a mom that was... I call them, like, crusade sort of accounts. Like, where they had a horrible experience. And then they make an account all about that horrible experience. And just talk about it nonstop. But they, like, position themselves as, like, the hero of the story. As, like, I'm the only one talking about this really big problem. I'm going to save everybody from this thing that happened to me because it was fucked up. I'm going to do all this amazing... But it's, like, that. that's not a good sign for me. Because it's, like, advocacy work is supposed to be where you are kind of empowering other people... By, like, giving them the information that they need, but give, but just sharing that so that they can then take that information with them and figure things out on, on your own. Like, it's not a situation where you want them really to be dependent on you in any way. Like, they can like your content, they can get things out of it, but you want them to be able to then take what you're saying and, like, figure figure out their life choices, their life decisions start like sharing if they want to how they feel about the things that you discuss if it's helpful for them all that sort of stuff that's like the general idea like um there a friend that I made on TikTok that I am not friends with anymore um 
who's gotten like super into calling everyone a narcissist which is why we're not friends at this point but the first like six months or so that we were friends she like never made any videos but would comment on a lot of mine and then she finally started making some content of her own and that's exactly what I wanted like I wanted I love seeing people who feel like scared to share their their trauma or abuse story um feeling confident enough to like find their voice and start sharing things that's like what I want to see I don't want people to sit there and just like worship (laughs) me or anyone else for that matter and so like I see a lot of accounts like who will make their entire thing about like oh CPS is corrupt I'm gonna like solve it and I'm like no you're not and like nothing about like CPS is very corrupt but those accounts are very much about like positioning themselves as the extreme like superhero um like the martyr the one that's doing things and nobody else will but a lot of the stuff they do just complicates things in a way that was not necessary like even before this rest of the story like came out I was like there's no way that this mom posting a video like that like first off it's fucked up that that she's taking a very traumatic video of her child and putting it out on the internet and like literally ex- exploiting her child like that's not something you can argue over like exploitation is when you when you take something from someone who you have like like basically prominence or power over and and use something about them in order for you to get money and like everything that her this mom has posted has been her exploiting her daughter and her daughter's trauma because the only way that she's getting followers that she got the money that she got um and continues to like get whatever she gets from anyone else if there's anyone out there that that believes her at this point um is all due to putting her daughter's trauma out there and she but she is the one that is getting the money her daughter is not getting this money she is and while she is her daughter it's like she's not gonna give that money to her daughter are you fucking joking no she's gonna use it herself for whatever she wants And if she wants to use it for something of herself, she's going to do that. And, like, her daughter doesn't have, like, a way, like, to stop this. Like, if she decides that she doesn't want her mom to post a video of her when she was a kid screaming, crying, and scared, um, there's, even if she says no, it's up, her mom is her parent, her legal guardian. And so even if she says no, she can still do it, whether she wants her to do it or not. And so that's exploiting someone that you have, like, that you are legally responsible for taking care of. So all, already that's bad. Um, but also just nothing, like, if there was an actual court situation happening, her posting that and bringing in, like, the internet, like, total and complete strangers that don't know about the complicated dynamics that would be happening between her and her ex and would likely contact like the courts because that's what people do because they don't understand boundaries or don't understand how that would so easily backfire against the person that you're trying to help like you can't internet bully (laughs) like court system they don't give a fuck they truly don't it just makes like the person you're trying to help look bad because they are bringing in all of these outside people who don't understand what what's going on who don't know the people involved and are just like making things even more complex and complicated in a way that is not helpful for anyone so that was already there like before anyone else found out anything but pretty quickly people found out that the video that she posted of her daughter screaming in the backseat of the car was actually from four years ago yeah four years ago so the court situation isn't happening like her gofundme um description was essentially acting like she was in the middle of a court like battle 
to get custody with her from her abusive ex and that she needed the money in order to fight him in court and that he was like and the main narrative she said was that he was using the court systems to drain her of money so that her and her daughter didn't have were like living out of a hotel and didn't have anywhere to live because of him putting them through this and so people gave her a bunch of money because of that and then it came out that actually the video was from four years ago and that the the and that when she originally posted the video the whole like custody situation was already pretty much figured out at that point too um and so people found out that four years ago she posted the video on reddit doing the exact same thing posting that video making people freak the fuck out wanting to help her i think one thing that i think is weird is that um like pro tip like if you're uh if you're grappling with real wondering if you were abused even if it's not sexual abuse but especially if it's sexual abuse as a kid um, some of the best places to start at with that is actually Reddit forums. Um, there's multiple Reddit groups that are about, like, child abuse or sexual child abuse. A couple of them are revolving around child sexual abuse and just, like, abuse in general. And it's a really good, like, it's a really good place to go when you're, like, first starting out because almost all of the posts on there are people being like, is this abuse? And them telling like their story and people being like yeah that's definitely abuse and it's really it's a really good place to like get almost like perspective so I when I hear this story I'm like that is so weird because four years ago in 2018 I was on on those reddit threads like every day like all the time like I used to look at them when I would when I was like finishing up working at my job Um, my last attorney job back then I would like be on them on my phone at home I was always on them reading the like reading people's stories and stuff and so it's so weird to think that she was on some thread on reddit doing this and I um, it's one of those things like I'm glad that I somehow missed that because I didn't have any money but I definitely would have I might have been I would have likely been manipulated easier back then because I wasn't as aware of it as I am now but yeah, so she posted down there on, she posted, she made like a, a YouTube account where she posted the video and the same video and then um, asked people for money in the same way. She got $80,000 back then because people didn't realize as quick as this, as this time that it wasn't, that she was um, very much cutting out a lot of details but um so people found out that she um that she had posted the video that the video was actually from over four years ago that she had posted it once before and gotten a bunch of money and so the there's no way to get out of that you know like the there's no good reason for why you posted a video from four years ago as if it was happening right now just to scare the shit out of people unless without it being like for nefarious purposes to get like $17,000 in the span of two days and get money really quickly. Um, so once that happened, people were like, excuse me, what? <laughs> and she posted a couple videos essentially doxing her ex, like posting, she posted like his, his like Facebook header that showed his full name. And I don't know if people, if because she's a little bit older like, she's more in her 40s, I think. I don't know if people maybe don't realize, but you can find so much information on the internet with just someone's name and, like, context clues to figure out what it was. Like, Like I like to investigate things, so I don't say this to, like, brag or anything, but when she posted that, she was trying to imply that her ex was abusive and had gotten arrested for things and she showed like screenshots of like arrest information for dv that was in cook county which is in chicago i know that's in chicago because i live here um where 
I live in Wisconsin. We're close enough to Chicago to know that. And so I was like trying to fact check her basically because after she lied about everything about like the original video, you never know what else is going on. And, um, so I, I was able to find like her exes showing that he was arrested for DV, but the way, the thing that she, um, was trying to imply was like, oh, his wife is not safe. And so I was trying to find like, like any proof of like the fact that he was married to somebody else. Um, but the, but when I put his name and wedding in, the only thing that came up was photos from like her wedding to him from like 12 years ago that somebody posted on Facebook. And when I had that, then I had her name, like her full name. And I was able to find like a Facebook account she made for herself. She made it one of those like gross ass Facebook accounts that is like a dual account for her and her daughter. And she made it like as soon as her daughter was born, like it went like, you know, because I was not like a friend of the account, you only see like the posts that are public. So there weren't that many, but like it went back to like 2011, 2012, which is likely around when her daughter was born because she seems like she's probably around the age of 10 at this point. And, but it's just like a thing of like, it's weird. It's weird. It's just weird that even if like the whole um, custody battle was happening mainly like in 2016, 2017, and like a little bit in 2018 from court documents that people eventually found, um, like they, to have like an entire Facebook page just about you and your daughter and all you do is post photos of you guys together, even during the times when you were happily married to your husband um, before thing, before things got bad enough where you guys got divorced and all that kind of stuff, like, that's just a little bit of enmeshment sort of behavior, like, that kind of thing where you're, like, the mom is, the mom's identity is so connected to her daughter that she doesn't want her daughter to almost be separate from her, and everything is about how much she loves her daughter. It was weird. And like, she had like a, a YouTube account like that too. That was the two of them together. And it's just like, I know from my own mom that like when that, that daughter is like 10 years old, probably now. And so she likely likes her mom being around, especially because there is parental alienation in this situation from her dad. So she likely believes everything her mom is saying. Like, I at one point in my life believed everything my mom said, too. And, um, but, like, when she gets to be, like, middle school age, which she's almost about to be, and she's gonna start making her own friends and her own friend group and want to, like, you know, separate herself and her identity from her mom like every human being wants to do, um, that's gonna get that's going to get messy really quick because that mom is not going to want that to happen just from how everything that she posts is all about oh me and my daughter are so wonderful me and my daughter do this we do that we do everything together everything is wonderful and yeah it's just that's not a good that's not good um but anyway so she posted that and then pretty quickly after that people were able to find a lot of court documents that figured uh things out um I found like one thing that was confusing at first before I understood who all these people were is that I found lawsuits just on google that she had tried to file for herself in August and October and it was really weird because she was suing like a realtor office and like the person who owned the office and like and a real the realtor like an individual realtor and somebody else who owned like a house and I was like why what and but like both lawsuits were thrown out and they even like warned her for for filing frivolous suits like if you file too many lawsuits that are just like frivolous bullshit they can actually like penal like penalize you you can get in trouble for that and they can make it where you can't file anymore so 
Um, after knowing everything, I really hope that that eventually happens to her because I doubt that she's going to stop. But eventually what, what people found out what happened is, which I think makes this story even more just like, just self-destructive and just bonkers to me that somebody would do something like this is that when she posted the videos four years ago on Reddit and got $80,000, um, her, the, her ex and his mom were asking her to like take the video down off of YouTube because the clip that she posted very clearly and obviously was posted to try to make them look the absolute worst. Like everyone who watched that video, who, didn't have experience with manipulative people immediately thought that um thought that the dad and the and the grandmother were the bad bad abusive people and I'm not even saying that they don't have their own problems with abuse but also when I watched it when I was able to go back and watch it after like I saw it so many times pop up like on my for you page I was just like, what mom sits there and just, like, tapes their daughter having a, a complete mental breakdown and because she's terrified like that without moving, without making any noise? Like, I understand needing to tape some things for, like, evidence for court, but it was a little bit different in the way that she didn't even, like, usually people struggle with that or they try to, like, console them even if they are still, even if they still have the camera on and you can hear like the audio or whatever, there's usually something where they try to console them or try to regulate their emotions some instead of just letting it all happen. Um, so there were some people that were talking about that, that like were saying like, I don't think the mom is as trustworthy as people think because that is not okay to do that, to just let that happen to your daughter and not be stepping in or trying to help or anything like that. Um, but eventually what happened was they were like, you posted this video to try to make us look bad just to be like vindictive, basically. And they sent her probably some cease and desist asking her to take the video off of YouTube. And she wouldn't do that. And um, they saw comments that she was leaving in like the comment section and on Reddit where she was saying things about her ex-husband that was... Um, factually not true like she said that the reason why he wasn't around to see her um to see his daughter during a certain time frame was because he was in prison when he wasn't and it was easy to you know fact check something like that and so they um so the grandmother and the and her ex-husband filed a defamation lawsuit against her and like she mentioned she showed like, this is the kind of thing that I mean about, like, needing to, like, stay calm and rational enough to, like, let yourself think about things in a logical way when people are doing things like this. Because one of the videos she posted when people originally found out that the video was from four years ago, but people hadn't found any other legal stuff to, like, know all of this yet, was that she posted, like, screenshots of like the caption of a lawsuit saying like he and the way that she said it was that he um sued her him and his mom sued her to try to like just keep her in the courts and uh, over custody and that they were they she didn't have any money because she lost a lawsuit with them and she had to pay them a bunch of money and they were just trying to ruin her like monetarily and destroy her life and like use the court system to get back at her which like abusers do that like the Johnny Depp case was just a couple months ago we all saw that happen and there's other abusers since then that are trying to do the same thing like Marilyn Manson's situation is coming up soon and all that so that's not like an out of realm of possibility so that's what people thought because that's what she was saying her GoFundMe said that she needed the money because she didn't have any money to fight him for her custody after he used the court system to bankrupt her you know that sort of thing. Um, but in actuality, the lawsuit that they filed was because she f posted that video and then was saying things that was just like categorically not true. And so they, the lawsuit was a defamation lawsuit. It had nothing to do with the custody at all. The custody with her daughter was already like decided by this point. And, but it, 
was completely because she actually did like like legally defame them like it doesn't get any more black and white than than saying things about your ex to make him look like a bad person to make him look like he was in prison and that was why he couldn't see his daughter when you absolutely knew that that was not true like there's no way that she didn't know that it was not true that's your daughter's father your ex-husband you definitely knew that he was not in jail and so um she was found guilty for defamation because that would be something that would be pretty easy to prove that somebody would that she would know that and so they sued her for like one dollar for every view the video got on youtube which was like seventeen thousand dollars something like that seven thousand i think she said like seven or seventeen that one of those either way that's um that's why she had to pay them that amount of money so it had nothing to do with the actual like custody decision and had to do with her posting a video and then making trying to make her ex and his mom look the worst possible and then lying about things about them in the comments that's what she was actually sued for and then people found records showing that she was found to be like alienating her daughter and like i know that the court system can sometimes um like side with the father over the mom or the abusive person over like the victim but those documents literally said like like the the video that we all saw of her daughter like refusing to go with her dad and her grandmother there was like more documents about that visit showing that like that basically the like court like supervisor person of their situation got there and like and took and like took like the mom away from the situation so that the daughter and the dad and the grandmother would have time to talk and like calm down and that once the mom wasn't there like everything calmed down because the daughter probably didn't feel like this like pressure to like or like likely the daughter was like keyed up by her mom before they went to go visit to like go to this like agreed like custody exchange because that's what manipulative people like that do they kind of bring they bring things up to you right before you see someone as a way to almost like sabotage um a, a, like a visit or like a, something that you're doing before it ever actually happens like a good example of that happening in my own life that I can remember is like uh there was one time when I was like 16 and one of the very rare times during that time when I spent the weekend at my dad's house with my sister and he was taking us back home and um right before we got home like literally like I can remember the place we lived in was at like the bottom of a hill and we were driving down the hill and he started telling us that um that my mom had to use the money that they saved for us for college to pay our attorney bills for to pay their attorney bills for their divorce and he was saying it in a way to try to make my mom look bad so that we would be mad at her and i didn't i i was like but like she had to pay those like what the fuck else was she supposed to do um like i knew what he was doing my younger sister didn't and so and he did that on purpose just to ruin my mom's day so like we come into the house and my sister is mad like saying like fuck you I don't want to talk to you and yeah my sister did swear at her like that when she was like 14 and my mom looked so confused because like she had just spent the whole weekend without us and probably missed us and was and like you could tell was clearly happy to see us and so I, I had to explain to her what dad did before he dropped us off and so she could go, like, talk to my sister. But, like, that is the kind of shit that I mean that likely that's what the mom did with her daughter so that she would be in, like, that super afraid, like, heat up emotional state before she saw her dad and her grandmother. Probably hoping that she would be so upset like that that not only would it turn into a big event because people who are manipulative like that love creating, like, big drama and big attention like this entire 
like account on social media is it's all just for attention at this point um but also in the hopes that maybe it would make her not have to like see her dad but it didn't work like there were court documents showing that her daughter ended up going with the dad and the grandmother for the day or so and had a really nice time and like the 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 kid said like as soon as like everything was great but um if that like joint facebook and joint youtube account tells you anything like that mom was very like invested in her relationship with her daughter being different and being special and being just about them she was no matter what was going on with the dad like it is like documented that he has domestic violence problems people saw things talking about how he struggles with being an alcoholic which makes sense considering that when people usually relapse with that they can get violent sometimes and that's not me like downplaying any of like any of that that's clearly a big problem and scary and all that sort of stuff and abusive but also it's a situation of both of these people were clearly incredibly toxic it's one of the rare situations where I wouldn't say that this was an abusive relationship because they both equally contributed to the complete dysfunction of it in just in different ways. Like, I don't, I don't see my parents as an abusive relationship in the same way where they both were getting things out of it and were both bringing, like, all this bad stuff to it that it was basically pretty equal, like, the amount of abuse that they were both doing to each other. Um, so, but either way, like even if the dad had all of these issues like if he was trying to better himself trying to work on himself he should be able to still spend time with his daughter and especially if like if it just to try to like make any sort of relationship happen um if he wants to be there and he's like not you know struggling with alcoholism at that time which I don't think he was just because a court system likely wouldn't have let him if he was um like let him around his daughter or anything like that if they had they had like court ordered people that were in charge of their whole situation so um it's just like sucks that this became such a circus because the daughter is the one that is going to and is still paying the price for all of this crazy situation. I'm and I'm not even done talking about it all. <laughs> There's so many things. Um so people figured out pretty quickly that she isolated her daughter from her dad even if he was abusive, if he was trying to um stay sober and trying to see her with his mom and trying to maintain that relationship. Like you don't want to just completely just not try at all if he's not actively abusing her in that moment, then it's a good, yeah, so anyway, people figure that out, and then, um, the next thing that they figured out that they realized was a lie was the whole thing about her not having anywhere to live, so the lawsuits that I found on, just on Google, when I googled her name, that, like, I I didn't know why she was suing a realtor office and things like that, basically what happened was that she was working or the house that she was living in she was renting and it was a really big like house like she was uh her and her ex are both well off like honestly paying her ex seventeen thousand dollars wouldn't have been fun but she is one of the rare people that would have been able to afford that just from the place that she was living and the like job that I found on her LinkedIn she's like a regional sales manager for a big corporation, they make a lot of money. Um, and so she was living in a big house and um, she was renting it for like $4,500 a month for rent, which is, that's a lot. And, um, and so like a lot of people during like post-COVID times, her, the landlord of the house decided to um sell the house and like you know my sister had that happen a couple months ago the she was renting a house that was split up into two like mini apartments and the owner decided to rent it 
or to sell it to a new owner. And um, so they had to move out. And that's a lot of people had that happen in the last year or so, especially. But this mom decided that she didn't want to move out. So she just wasn't going to move out. Um, And so in a plot twist that is not in any way really that surprising, considering like the entitlement and the manipulation and all this sort of stuff. This mom is, like, a very, like, right-leaning, alt-righty, QAnon-ish type person in the way that she's one of those people that thinks that she has, like, sovereign authority. Like, if you don't know what that means, like, Daryl Brooks, whose whole trial turned into a fucking circus, is someone that kind of put that on display, but essentially part of, like, the kind of QAnon-y, like, super alt-right world is this group of people who think that they can, that they are basically exempt from all of, like, the rules and regulations of our society. And so this mom filed multiple lawsuits um, saying that she shouldn't have to move out of this house even though she doesn't own it and had stopped paying rent for some time before all this stuff happened. And, um, and that basically said, I am my own sovereign person. You, I am made out of, I, I read the records. They literally said, I am made out of flesh and blood and I'm like, and I'm just a human being. So I don't have to follow these rules. I don't have to move out of a house that I don't own, that I'm not paying rent for because I decided that I don't want to. And there's nothing you can do to make me is essentially what that whole kind of, um, movement is. And it's obviously very hard to deal with people who are doing that because they just think that they're exempt from the rules because they don't want to follow them. And they tend to be very frivolous with lawsuits, filing a lot of different lawsuits, and they won't go away. And yeah, so essentially her landlord decided to sell the house that she was living in. And she just decided, I don't want to move out, so I'm just not going to filed lawsuits and stuff just thinking like because I honestly think she was delusional enough to think that this would work but it obviously didn't because that's ridiculous it's patently absurd to think that you can stay in a house that you don't own when it's being sold to somebody else just because you don't like it and so this is the thing about like the whole reason why she's living in a hotel that makes the fact that she made seventeen thousand dollars off of people that just thought that she was someone who needed help even more disgusting is that the reason why her and her daughter are living in a hotel and they don't have any of their belongings anymore is because she patently just refused to pack up and leave. Like, she knew exactly when she had to be out of the house by. She knew, like, what that it was being sold. She knew the date that they said that she needed to be out of the house by, and if she wasn't, then they would kick her out. Like, in, like, the eviction process, like to get to the part where the police show up and like padlock the house and literally like have to forcibly remove you if you're still there and then take like ownership of any of your belongings that you leave in the house that takes a long time like there's multiple court dates that happen before they do that everyone involved in it knows for like months and months and months leading up to that point when they have to be out of the house by it's not like a surprise it's not confusing and especially not a surprise for a very like affluent like white woman living in a rich area (laughs) like this is not a slumlord situation she absolutely she knew for months and did not pack up anything in her house because she just told herself that she could stay there because she wanted to even though that made absolutely no sense at all and so that's why she doesn't have any they don't have any of their stuff because the police eventually had to like kick her out of the house and then they had to go and move in hotels and her daughter likely thinks that doesn't realize that a lot of this chaos is her mom's fault yet she probably has some some idea but it's she definitely doesn't understand enough of this to know yet because she's just not old enough and because her mom is likely telling her nonsense that she doesn't know yet isn't true um but like she she was horrific to her landlord like her landlord had to like they had to get like protection orders from her because she kept harassing the 
like realtor company the realtor that was trying to sell the house and like trying to do you know tours for people who are wanting to look at the house to buy it um the person who owned her house who was a landlord of her home um was chinese and so she would just yell like racial slurs at him at anyone who was in the house so like a judge had to literally like write a letter saying that she was not allowed to speak to anybody who was coming to see the house because she had threatened them so many times that they're all scared of her and like didn't know what she was going to do and so and the fact that like in the last couple months that in the beginning of October she was trying to sue these people again and like once I read those documents I realized that the people in that lawsuit that I found on Google that I didn't know who it was one of the people I didn't know was the judge for one of the lawsuits that she tried to file herself that got thrown out because she didn't even say like the basic thing of a lawsuit that you that you're doing is that you're asking the courts to do something for you whether it's like um give you money to recuperate you from something or like make somebody make them give you something back whatever there's like some action that you're wanting the court to to grant you that you need to happen she didn't even say what she wanted like in the lawsuit she didn't say anything of why she was even filing it so they just threw it out and and it was like ridiculous anyway and so um she tried to file another lawsuit suing the landlord the realtor company the individual realtor from that company who sold the house and the judge from the other lawsuit that got thrown out (laughs) that's ridiculous and of course that got thrown out too um but like that was one of the things I found even before I knew all the specifics of this situation because I was like she paid four hundred dollars it said to file a lawsuit that wasn't even written right that got thrown out like if nobody if you are really that short on money you're not spending four hundred dollars on a lawsuit because lawsuits like can you have to keep paying for things as it goes along even if you're doing it all yourself you have to keep paying the filing fees if no one who is that actually like struggling for money in the way that she was depicting wouldn't be doing things like that they would they might like try to do a gofundme at some point to raise money to get like a retainer for an attorney so that they could try to do a lawsuit but they wouldn't be doing it already and so already I was like okay you're obviously not that short on money if you're willing to spend $400 on a lawsuit that is just going to be thrown out um but after having the context of the fact that she was like threatening all of these people to the point where they are able to get an order of protection from a judge against her and things like that um which is not easy to do like you have to show actual evidence for a judge to do that um, you don't just get one because you want one, you know? And so, uh, it's even scary, honestly, shows how, like, unhinged she is that after all of that, like, after threatening them, throwing, like, like, screaming racial slurs at all of them and all this stuff, that she keeps trying to file lawsuits to go after them anyway. And, like, it's ridiculous. Like, she still has her account on TikTok. And I think it's so interesting how originally it started with her acting like she was trying to advocate for people who go through this saying like, oh, I'm going to use the money from this GoFundMe to like help other people in in similar situations. No. And then she said, oh, I'm trying to talk about this like pattern of abuse so that people so that we can try to help like my ex and and like call out like families that act this way but now all of her videos are all about her landlord and how much she hates her ex-landlord and trying to make him look like a bad person like oh he like didn't let us have our cat back and it's like was it because you were like throwing racial slurs at him harassing him refusing to move out of his home to the point where he had to get the police to throw you out was it maybe that because he was afraid of you that that maybe that's why he didn't like give you your cat back like did you know that you could like I don't know pack your cat up and be ready to move out instead of not packing anything in your entire house even though you knew when you had to leave like oh my god um but yeah 
this situation is just so anyway to sum this all up the thing that like still boggles my mind about this lady is that four years ago she got successfully sued for defamation which is not easy to do that's actually pretty challenging to get like a defamation case like like actually go in your favor um she was successfully sued for defamation when she posted that video four years ago um because it cut out like all the context of what was actually going on and she lied and even though that posting that video four years ago led to her being successfully sued she posted it again anyway right now four years later she posted it again even though the last time she posted it she got sued by her ex and it's like that alone like when she started posting the videos of her showing like her ex's name and his facebook account and things like that i was like this woman is not as afraid as of this guy as she's acting like she is because nobody who is actually being like horribly abused by someone in a way where you're terrified of them would ever like basically dox them and put yourself possibly back in danger because like if that person really is as a horrible abusive person as you're saying if you dox them to a bunch of strangers on the internet and they contact his work they contact him that's going to start this whole like situation up all over again and so it's like why would you ever do that like why would you ever take the take like the risk of that happening like you wouldn't if you really were that afraid of him because you would you wouldn't want like after going through a horrible custody battle and a really scary situation like she was acting like it was you wouldn't want to do that And so, like, the fact that she was doing that anyway made me be like, okay, this woman clearly isn't actually as afraid as, as, to this guy as she wants us all to believe. Because nobody who's actually gone through that would ever do something like that that would lead to them, like, possibly bringing this abusive person back into their life so that they can harass them even more. And then you add on the fact that they had a successful lawsuit against her, like, if that if that mom and her ex-husband found out that she reposted that video on TikTok and was now posting other videos like with their photos and stuff, those videos have way more views than the video 4 years ago had on YouTube. Like that video, like she like deleted the original video she posted, but it had millions millions and millions and millions of views. It was everywhere. So like millions of people saw that if i was them i would almost sue her just to make try to make a fucking point to try to do that to try to get her to never post that ever again but it's just like bonkers to me that she would post it anyway that she went through all of that four years ago was successfully sued and then posted it again because i'm assuming because the lawsuit that didn't work out she posted that she filed that in october and it's this happened in the last couple weeks that likely when that lawsuit got thrown out she knew that she needed an actual attorney who knew what the fuck they were doing and i'm just guessing that she posted that so that she could make a bunch of quick money and try to like pay an attorney to harass this landlord granted i don't think that any attorney would actually harass that landlord because she has absolutely like no leg to stand on whatsoever but i'm just assuming that's what she did and that's and it and the horrible thing about the situation is that it fucking worked she got like sixteen thousand dollars from those people and who knows if she's still getting money from people now but like she got all of that money she has four hundred fifty thousand followers on fucking tiktok and seventeen thousand dollars of money to do whatever she wants with and it's just so frustrating it's so frustrating that somebody like that who is racist who is abusive as fuck who is manipulating her daughter all the time um like isolating her from her dad pretty much from the beginning and just harassing people nonstop, constantly making herself the victim nothing is ever her fault it's always everyone else's fault everyone is always out to get her that a woman like that 
is able to get $17,000 because she has a super exploitative video that makes people not think. And it's just, I really wish that people would realize how much social media manipulates you all. Like, I know that we know this, but, like, can we, like, really come together and realize this so this never happens ever, ever again? 